0: And shiner, gonna be an all nighter, and I just might find her at the water burger line, dance halls and Howdy, 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 everyone. everyone. Welcome back to another less controversial episode of Texish, the show about some things Texas and some things controversial. We have a fun episode in store for everybody today. Got a few things that we want to dive into because Texas, just when you think we can get boring... We get way more exciting. Way more exciting. But before we get into all that, we have our not sponsors. Seth, who was our first not sponsor for today's episode? Our first not sponsor is Eating Too Many of Mom's Homemade Cookies. Eating, eating Too, too many, many of Mom's, mom's homemade, homemade Cookies. Did you just get a six pack <laughs> and feeling really good about yourself? Eating, eating too, too Many, many of, mom's of Mom's Homemade Cookies. Are you thinking, man, this summer bod came in just in time? Eating, eating Too, too many, many of Mom's Homemade Cookies. Homemade cookies. Is it butter? Is it flour? Is it sugar? It's all of it. Eating Eating too many many of mom's homemade cookies. cookies. Suck it, Crumble. (laughs) (laughs) Our other not-sponsor for today's podcast is White Guys Who Podcast. White 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 Guys guys Who Podcast. podcast. We can't say anything ever except for here. White White Guys guys Who Podcast. Are you a basic white guy with basic opinions and no real view on the world? White guys who podcast. Podcast. Did mommy and daddy pay for college and you work a mid-level management job? White White guys guys who podcast. Are none of your ideas actually controversial and you're just mad at the world for no reason? White White guys guys who who podcast. podcast. Do you have a beard just for the aesthetic? White White guys guys who who podcast. podcast. Is your shirt one size too small just for the camera? White White guys who (laughs) podcast. Is your entire personality based on Joe Rogan? White White guys guys who who podcast. podcast. Is it? Do you ever listen to other po- other white guys' other white podcasts guys podcast? and pick up on the exclusively Joe Rogan, like mannerisms Thing. that they exude? Oh yeah, it's it's great. Love oh it's it. fantastic Everybody just kind of like Wants to be Joe Rogan On some level The other The funnier part is When they drop You know on Rogan The other day Yeah on Rogan <laughs> Like there. white guys Who podcast yeah. Specifically want Specifically mention to know, Rogan They like, want you to know That they I'm know I'm listening to Rogan Like my source of information Listen, Is, is Rogan, Rogan So the Minister of truth Joe Rogan yeah. I, I've just picked up on Very often Very often the, I won't say any names No you don't need to I, I will they know Chris who they Williamson are. Pretty they know often Will be like You know on Rogan's episode You know on Rogan's episode Or Dan Register at Softcore History will be no Rogan's episode. (laughs) Sorry, it was too easy. It was too easy. I saw the Bo Burnham. Did you watch the the inside outtakes? I did, yeah. The podcast the the comedian podcast clip was the funniest thing I've ever watched. So funny. And honestly, if you're a white guy who podcasts and you were offended by that, you're the problem. You're the problem. Because that's uh, the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was really funny. Anyway, Anyway. uh, what happened one time in uh, Texas history? So once upon a time in Texas history. On June 20th, 2022, Texas A&M beat the Texas Longhorns at the College World Series and kicked their butt. It was great. Sorry. What's the actual I was, dude, I was there with mom mom and dad and (laughs) pa and nana and like every single one of them was like, we wanted to go for Texas, but we just couldn't. And I was like... (laughs) You know what? Where's Richie when you need him? Where? Where's the uh, only the other longhorn in? The funniest thing is only one of us in this family went to A&M. Yeah. But, but they all, for whatever they, reason, you know, have decided that A&M is, is the I right think, you know, you weren't into football when you were there. That's true. And then as soon as you left college, A&M got relevant. So yeah. I think it became... It's not that I went to A&M. It's just that it became kind of more fun. No, that's fair. To root for A&M. That's absolutely fair. <sighs> anyway. So... Once upon a time in Texas history. Once upon a time. So to paint a broader picture, there was the Great Cattle Trail that right. uh, they would drive cattle from South Texas up to North Dakota for various reasons. Not and it was massive. with, confused confused with the, Great the Great Depression. The Great Depression. The Cattle Although they, they kind of handed one off to the other. Did they really? Because <laughs> the Great Cattle Trail was like from 1800 to 19, you know, whatever. 23. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> 23 to 33 was the anorexic cattle years. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And so because of that, there are a lot of little towns along that trail Mm -hmm. that are known, even though they shouldn't be. Okay. Think of the cattle trail like the railroad. If you were on (laughs) it- You're (laughs) good. You had a purpose. Yeah. You were good. Exactly. So there is every year at a major stopping point of the Great Western Cattle Trail, there is the Seymour Reenactment Rodeo. It's the second second weekend of July every year. Okay, and it started out as the cowboy reenactment. Okay, uh, whenever Quanah Parker showed up with three hundred Braves and did war dances. Gotcha. gotcha. As a performance. Yeah. Not as a a, yeah, but not as a prelude to war. As a as a hey guys, check it out. Hey, remember how you killed us all? Well, this is what we did. This is what we did. this this is what we used to do. And all the white people go, yay Yay. yeah. (laughs) Look at them. Look at them dance. (laughs) It's cool. And then they would do rope and riding and stuff yeah. like that. So that is. To has clarify been a, they wouldn't rope and ride the, the Indians. The Indians, they would rope and ride other things. Other things, animals. Exactly. Okay. Typically. I'm really I'm sorry, I'll stop. So that tradition continues today. Okay. In the Seymour reenactment rodeo. Got it. I'm assuming it's in Seymour. It is Texas? in Seymour, Texas, which is our small town of the week. Okay. Great transition. In, train, great, cr- nice. Great transition. Seymour. Spell, spell Seymour without looking. S <laughs> E Y M. Uh, O-R. Oh, you are. Oh, you are. Oh, you are. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Seymour was founded by settlers from Oregon who called the town Oregon City, originally located on the Western Trail, it was, okay. it, where it crossed the Brazos River, just south of the town. A post office was established in 1879, and then the town's name was changed to Seymour after the local cowboy Seymour Monday. <laughs> and I heard Seymour... Like, Seymour, and yeah, I was and like, then, wait, what? Seymour was Seymour, Seymour what? Seymour something. Something. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so, the census of 1880 shows that 78 people lived there in the 901 square mile county. Okay. The first settles were ranchers. Uh, during those years, the Myler, Miller brothers established a large ranch with the headquarters some 10 miles south of Seymour uh, on Miller Creek. About 50 men were in the outfit, blah, blah, blah. Some of them... Were outlaws. Oh, mm. so some of the some of the of the outfit would ride into town and proceed to shoot it up. <laughs> the Millers realized that the law had come to Baylor County in 1884 and okay. sold the ranch. It was the largest transaction ever made in Northwest Texas at that time. Okay, and the purchasers used the Hashknife Ranch brand, which is still in use in the county. So, the original settlers were mm. basically outlaws who would just go into town yeah. and steal things. Like they would ranch by day. And they only sold the ranch when the law came to town. Interesting. And it was the largest transaction in that, in area, that area up to that point. So either way, they were making money. Mm-hmm. So the town calls itself the Crossroads of North Texas because it's located at the junction of five highways. US 82, 277, 183, and 283 in State Highway 114. Wow. Another notable thing that we have to talk about uh, that happened in Seymour. Is, is a it wi- wildly oppressive of a minority? In a way. Cool. You know how a while back we talked about the coldest temperature ever recorded in Texas? Yeah, which was in Seminole. It was in Correct. Seminole. Correct. Yeah. The highest temperature ever recorded was in Seymour. <laughs> and it was 120 degrees. Awesome. Which was wildly oppressive to min- minorities to, and everybody and else. To every, and, to, and to majorities. And to anybody. I mean... Anybody with skin was wildly I mean, oppressed by that. I'm not a confident man. When a, I'm not a betting man. <laughs> Sure, I'll bet that summer twenty twenty two is the year that that record in Texas gets broken because mm-hmm. it is so hot. It is unbelievably hot. It's it not hot, hot in the way that Texans tend to talk about the weather a lot. Hot. It's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. Hot. It is um robabank hot. <laughs> hot. It is it is crime spike hot. It is it is take a nap at two p.m. because I went outside for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Hot. It yeah. is. My mitochondrial response to the heat is making me sick, hot. It's that thing where it's so hot, I'm not even cooking things on the stove right now. <laughs> just because I just, I can't, I can't let the house heat up. It's so hot that like I used to have calluses on my feet mm-hmm. and they burned off because right. I took the trash out barefoot. It's so hot that I've just stopped wearing underwear. I just <laughs> I just cornstarch my nethers and put on whatever I'm going to be wearing. It's so day. hot that you can't sleep in because when the sun comes up and comes through You're your window, it doesn't degree. even matter doesn't if you matter. have AC. doesn't it just matter. It warms everything up. I've got my AC blasting on high right now. It and is, it's easily 80 degrees. It's so hot. <laughs> How hot is it? <laughs> we need a machine. It's so to... hot that our intern has run out of patience for us. True. True. i a hoodie and sweatpants. Well, that you well, that's like because you're, you're like a Chihuahua, you like just you have thyroid shake. issues. Fair <laughs> <laughs> to both of those points, right? One more so than the other. Oh, Fair okay. enough. So, anyway, Seymour, Texas. Seymour, Texas, is the, the home of the Seymour Reunion and Rodeo. That is. The you know the site of the Western Cattle Trail that is home of the hottest day in Texas history. There are a lot of different things, most highway intersections in Texas. What's crazy is you say all that. I've been through Seymour. Mm -hmm. Seems like nothing. Seems like nothing. But very much nothing. There's this stretch of towns from Abilene to Wichita Falls, and Seymour's in the middle of Mm -hmm. it. And they're all just nothing towns. They're nothing towns. Um, they are, uh, as, as we would say, one-horse towns. One-horse towns. Another three-dog night in this one-horse one town. Horse Shouts town. out to Christian Duffner. Want to no. hear about our Texas Badass of the Week? You know I do. So in, in lieu of a lot of serious things sure. going on in the country, in the state, mm-hmm. we'll talk about a little bit of those in a minute. Can't imagine what you're referring to. <laughs> Felt the need to highlight something not serious at all. Sure. But still kind of fun and a throwback to one of our first episodes. You remember like like episode four when we talked about YouTube rabbit holes? Mm -hmm. Like you had the cologne reviews. Yeah, I remember that. Mine was river monster, Uh uh, river monster videos. Yeah. The biggest fish in Texas ever caught was just caught, was just caught by one Peyton Moore. Mm-hmm. Of Sugarland, Texas. Eight more of a- Sugarland, Texas. Hey, shout out Sugarland. Sh- yeah, and I love the headline Texas Man. So Texas we're, Man. We're coming at you, we're Florida, coming at you man. Florida. We got Texas this going. Texas Man on. catches 300 pound wow. alligator gar outside Whoa. of Houston. Um, yeah, so according to Moore, and he has a YouTube video, YouTube yeah. channel that I just discovered, probably going to be watching it a lot now. Sure. Uh, by his estimates, and he did measure it in the video, he caught an eight foot, two inch alligator gar that weighed an estimated 300 pounds uh he said it's the largest he claims this hasn't been verified but says it's the largest such fish ever filmed alive in north america but again not an official record we we don't have that official yet yet. um yeah he wrangled with this fish for like two and a half hours Mm -hmm. and then brought it ashore and like i'm definitely going to share some of these pictures on our socials but just like look at that dude look at that that's a fish Wow, that was in the water, and he but caught he, it. He got it out of the water. He caught it with a stick. He got it with a stick. He used a stick and some line and pulled okay, that on yeah. shore. I was yeah. like, I was like, he got like how? How did he use the? <laughs> what kind of stick was he using? He was using, using an actual like eighty pound <laughs> reel. I was just, just being, imagining. I was just imagining him like um, hitting it with a stick. But yeah, I mean, can you imagine just standing on it? Yeah. And the funny thing is, you watch the video. There's a highway bridge just like, right over like there. fifty yards away. Well it's always fun to me to think about like these things are just hanging out like they're, they're just in they're the just water there, you yeah. know they uh they're all over the place mm-hmm. like you could go down in Ladybird Bird, Lady Bird Lady Lake, Lake and, and there's probably find a, a plane uh um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I made a note to myself earlier to yeah. say it, and I forgot because I didn't write the note down. I mean, we had to just call back to it. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, a lot's happened since we last recorded. A lot recorded. has happened um, since we last recorded. The Texas GOP did some amazingly oh, messed yeah. up stuff. Uh, they they were pl- just on a roll. A plane crashed in Lady Bird Lake. Yeah. Credit to the... I don't I need to look at... Dude, I'm credit to the paddleboarder. She saved that guy's life. Wait, did she really? I, yeah, she pulled him out alive. Um, I don't know I wasn't following it closely enough but I think he I think he recovered right he recovered he had serious injuries yeah, yeah. Parker do you have more info he was, he was taken to the hospital in critical condition okay he, he's stable and recovering yeah got it, um, it yesterday yeah I don't think they released his name but also shout out to the pilot cause shout out to the pilot yeah. he landed right in the middle I right mean, in the middle as like, yeah, exactly. I mean, as far as if you're going to crash. Well, it's like, crazy because that was right by where I paddleboard. That's where, that is where I put in. Yeah. Uh, So crazy. crazy. Yeah. Also, can you just, I mean, it's, I'm only saying this because he's alive sure. and no one was hurt. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just chilling on a paddleboard? And being like, and and the amount of time between—is that a plane? And is that gonna hit? And me? is that gonna hit me? <laughs> Just like the space between. Well, you know, at least really we're like we're kind of used to it because the uh, the rowers are always like, get out of the way, get out of the way, well, paddleboarder, move. We're I love how you're saying you. that. all those rowers are like twelve. So they are like, know, get out right? of the way. That's fair. Get out of the way. You know, it's <laughs> honestly it's like one one girl on the boat with a megaphone. Yeah paddle border paddle border they don't even like say it nicely it's yeah. like paddle border and all the paddle and especially if are you're like, Bro. For, if you're further south or yeah. east on the river i guess yeah and they're telling you to move you want to be like dude we're dude, 3 we're, miles away i don't from know what to, where yeah, you like came i don't from. so and the, the worst is the uh, like not even them cuz that's like fine i get uh-huh. it you're you're training I, Cool. Whatever. You, you're telling me that you're coming. You That's awesome. Got detention. Your parents don't want to pay attention. There you attention go. To you. You're they not athletic, you so you're just. Rowing. Yeah. You're not coordinating You're not coordinated because we all know that all those guys yeah. were B team football. That's and now fair. They're yeah. Now they're A team row. Either B team football or C team basketball. You don't hate on C-Team basketball. That was I'm the not funnest. hating. That was I'm just the funnest saying. three months of my life in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> C-Team basketball team leagues are like where the term hood rat was made up. On, like honestly. Honestly. Yeah. The type of shenanigans you get into on C-Team it was, it was is just ridiculous. I love C-Team basketball. But it's it's the uh, the fitness rowers who are like yeah. in their 50s <laughs> in the single person rower. But the rower itself is like 50 feet long. And they haven't figured out that if they just put like a rear view mirror in front of them. Yeah. They can tell if they're about to hit something well they also just haven't accepted the fact that if they do it at 5 p.m yeah nobody's there. gonna be paddleboard yeah yeah that's just the reality it's like it's like if sorry, i, I said 5 a.m um no 5 p.m yeah so if you do it in prime time yeah you're gonna hit somebody yeah it's the same as if i go run at the if green belt the thing, it's your fault yeah if i go run at the green belt between 10 a.m and yeah. 6 p.m and Did, i get mad at people walking or walking their dogs it's my fault it's your fault yeah now, if you have your dog out there at 6 a.m. or you're walking with headphones at 6 a.m., yeah. your fault. Your fault, man. You're a psycho. That's running time, not walking time. If you are out of your bed before 6 a.m., you're insane. I don't If understand. you're out of your bed to do anything other than, like, work out or meditate, sure. yeah, you, if you're just out of bed to walk around. Like, what is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, go be lazy. Come like, on, man. Come on. Just go, to hey, your, your go in your backyard. Like, um, you know, yeah. But yeah, just, and one, it's back to, you know, if you're in the water, it's also interesting because in that area, the airport's not far away. It's Mm -hmm. not uncommon to see airplanes close. Yeah. But I just can't imagine what it would be like to just, oh, there's, oh, there's an airplane flying at me. I'm definitely not drinking on this paddle board. (laughs) (laughs) Man, the city police. Props, props to the person who pulled uh, the game board now. Did they release her name? I don't know. But she is a Texas badass for sure. Yeah. Honorary badass, second badass of the episode. If you can find her name, we will Looking say up, it out. If anyone loud. knows her name, shout send out, out to us. I can. To can't the person. Fine. And we are going to say it in three. I two, stand to, I it up. Two uh, and a half. And I don't think they released her name. No, probably smart though. I guess, yeah. Well, if we ever find her, that'd be great. Yeah, if we ever find her, like, especially shout especially in out, the face of, know, I just shout out to you, guy who fishes on YouTube for a living. Right, a Texas it exactly badass. badass. So, no offense, since I'm definitely sending you this episode. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Yeah. We have. We have some stuff we gotta, like, we, just touch on. We have some stuff that we're gonna... We, I feel like recently and it's been, like, we're gonna dude, touch on three things instead of dive into yeah, one thing. so this is gonna be some light touches. Um, <laughs> it's just some light touches. Just touching. some light touches. I'm gonna take a page out of... It's like uh, a high school date to prom. Just some yeah, just some light touching. touching. Um, I am... I don't know what prom you went to. Uh <laughs> <That's> just- <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take a page out of some other podcasters books and be like feelings no facts i don't know what's going on yeah at a at a depth is that here. a white guy with the podcast thing i mean it definitely is Feeling, feelings uh, no facts feelings no facts let's uh, be rational i'm gonna try and be as rational as possible while still being super confused okay yeah fair yeah, fair fair hey texas gop what the actual fuck <laughs> I mean, I feel like if Senator Cruz would listen to would our just emails like, listen, or like and share them, this would yeah, never happen. This wouldn't have happened. So the Texas GOP declared their convention. Right, they had their convention, in a, had their convention yeah. and in that convention, they have like an official agenda. So this mm-hmm. isn't like there was a panel on. Hey, as the Texas GOP, where might we stand on right. things like LGBTQ, yeah. LGBTQ plus rights? Homosexuality. There you go. This is an official. This proposed is what they are going to do yeah. this, this is what is we like, should be pushing for. And I want to this clarify is- this isn't In the past year and a half, it's been like, Governor Abbott said or did X, Y, Z. In this case, this this is the GOP. This is the entire Texas Republican Party. People we, as in general we, have voted on to be our representatives. Right, and they are the majority representatives in Texas. They have officially declared homosexuality an abnormal lifestyle choice. Why would you word it that way? Um, Well, it it gets worse. I know. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna read directly from the Huffington Post, which is not a Texas-based outlet. I like to use Texas, but this one was. This, the you kind of need something more. Yeah, uh, Mary Pappenfuss. That's a funny last name. Say letter, it. Say it. Mary Pappenfuss at the Huffington Post did a great job distilling everything down. Mm-hmm. Uh, right here it says the shocking platform voted on. This was voted on mm-hmm. by 5,100 delegates and alternates at the Billennial uh, convention in Houston. Um, It affirms Texas Republicans opposition to all efforts to validate transgender identity and calls for a ban on any gender affirming medical care, including hormone therapy for anyone under age 21. Um, The platform supports debunked and dangerous conversion therapy, which it terms reintegrative therapy to turn members of the LGBTQ community into heterosexuals and eliminate unwanted same sex attraction. So to to like <coughs> those put, are low so, so to put that in English, the part specifically about conversion therapy, yeah. they're for that. They're for that. So yeah. th- these are, I, I believe, Indiana implemented this. I, I can be totally sure. Honest. Sure, I know that it was like either Indiana. Or if Illinois. it's outside of Texas, I don't expect um, us to know about it. Yeah, but like had like state mandated right. reintegrative therapies, and I mean they're historically documented as being incredibly, incredibly abusive, way incredibly more, no all harm no good. Like it's all one harm, of those no good, like yeah. all harm no good type mm-hmm. of situations. Um I'll even say like something like you know, having a ban on hormone therapy for anyone <laughs> under of age twenty one, I me. might actually support that, but that's because I would support any decision like that, maybe waiting until later on in life. So the the eighteen to twenty one thing is always kind of a that's it, less it's oppressive. A little messy, I know yeah. that people don't love it, but like I feel like that's less oppressive, more I feel like, like once you are Making your own decisions. Yeah. You can kind of be like, okay. Yeah, cool. That's okay. But yeah, d- back to... Th- <laughs> so the Texas GOP has basically put it out there that, hey, if we have the majority mm-hmm. in Texas and for they the next do. few years, we are going to implement and mandate reintegrative therapy that has been proven to, one, not work, and two, cause more harm than good. Yep. Um, and I just want to... Re- the thing that I think is like the wildest part of all this Yeah. Is the Log Cabin Republicans, which is an organization of LGBT people that are homosexual or transgender. Right. um, LGBTQ plus community members that are Republican. Yeah. Um, So it's a a community group of representatives and members of the GOP that are also homosexual. Um, They shared a statement from, uh, I believe it was, yeah, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Mm -hmm. So Donald Trump Jr., said... DJ. DJ. As we call him. <laughs> I, just, I feel like this puts... If you are a member of the GOP mm-hmm. party or you lean more conservative, I hope this puts it in perspective. Even the spawn of Donald Trump yeah. said, inclusion wins, which makes the Texas Republican Party leadership's decision to exclude the Texas Law Cabin Republicans from their own convention, not just narrow-minded, but politically short-sighted. I mean, agreed. He also said the Texas GOP should focus its energy on fighting back against radical Democrats and weak rhinos instead of canceling a group of gay conservatives who are standing in in the breach with us. So backstory here, not only did the Texas GOP bring out this whole agenda. Yeah. They barred members of Log Cabin Republicans from... From the actual convention. From the actual convention. Like, they didn't let them have a booth. Mm-hmm. If you are a card-carrying member of the Log Cabin Republicans, you were not allowed into the convention. That's how far they're taking this. It seems pretty clear where they've drawn the line. Yeah. And for me, that's unacceptable. I mean, it's unacceptable, but it's also... It's not hilarious, but it's hilariously authoritarian. It is laughable how comical mm-hmm. the, some of these decisions are. Yeah. It's like it's straight out of an <laughs> SNL sketch. Yeah. I mean, like the Truly. caricature of a Republican, like, yeah. oh, this person's gay. Don't touch me or I'll be gay. Right. I, it, that must be what they actually are. That must be it. Because there's, there's an absolute refusal to, one, just accept the fact that there are people amazing and horrible but mm-hmm. just people who are gay. Yeah. There are people who are transgender. Th- period. <laughs> and they are also your constituents. They're also and then well that's I mean so there's that. Mm-hmm. There's just like hey, there's people that are your constituents so, also yeah. worthy of love and attention yeah. and care that are gay or transgender or whatever it is. There's also members of your own members party, of your party that are working as part of your party. They're on Who, your team. They're on your team. And they're also into the same sex. or they're also transgender. And Republicans are going as far as, oh, well, they're not welcome here. Right. And it's so funny that all those people in that commission would say that's something that left wingers do. Right. That's something that Democrats do. That's something that socialists do. And, and what? We, Ugh. I just I, I come back to the same reason that we bring this up in the first place, which yeah. is always as Texans, we are for more inclusion. We are for getting more perspective, mm-hmm. and we are for putting forth the values that we hold dear. Yep. One of those things is treating people with respect, mm-hmm. which is not happening. No. The other thing we uphold is just integrity, yeah. Inle- intellectual integrity. Because we've said it before, we'll say it again: intellectual hypocrisy is maybe the most annoying thing on the planet. It's quite annoying. And more and more and more, it seems like the Texas GOP specifically exudes yeah. the exact same type of and the exact same amount of intellectual hypocrisy that the California left-wing party right. exudes. Right, as, as the very people that they are attempting to, you know, say are the bad people, yeah. are the bad guys, yeah. right? They are the exact same. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like a person who would call somebody out for not including somebody without listening to the context of the greater <laughs> conversation. Yeah, it's... It, uh, it's hmm. it's kind of like that. Just a little bit. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Um, so that happened. That, that, and I just thought it was worth highlighting. Like, Not only, not did, only they, did they vote on this thing they vote as on this the agenda, thing, they didn't even let people who are gay yeah. that are a part of their party. I also just want to say for people listening that... This is Log Cabin Republicans. Follow them on Twitter. Yeah. There is such a thing as a member of the LGBTQ community who is a conservative. Right. Real thing. Real thing. Um, More common than you think. Yeah. Uh, just fact check me on this. Yes. Yeah, That's why I throw the Twitter out there. Yeah. Because yeah. I know some people will be like, wait, you can't. There are people that are going to go. There be are like, people. You can't be gay and conservative. It's yeah. America. You can be whatever the fuck you want here. That's true. And I think that's something that Republicans used to believe. It seems like they've forgotten it, though, um, <laughs> especially especially it. in Texas, it, yeah. uh, which is, dude, one of my one of my friends uh, who graduated from University of Texas. Mm-hmm. He lives in Los Angeles now. He uh, I'm not going to say who he is, but he's somebody I respect a lot and yeah. he's well respected in his community. OK. And he was talking about this how this isn't your state farm friend who keeps DMing me. Right? This is not. No, He's <laughs> okay. a different person. That I don't respect that person. Okay, cool. Uh, so this he is he DMs some... me a lot, like yeah. salivating faces, fire. Emoji. You know you can block people on on these well, things, right? I'm flattered right? though. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, there's this phenomenon. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know that mm-hmm. this happens, or maybe it does happen yeah. and they just ignore it. When you look like Gunner and me, occasionally, uh, members of the same sex will DM you uh, lewd things, and it's hilarious. Also real abrupt, but real abrupt and like it real, is out of nowhere. I appreciate the clarity. Though. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Because I think back to like, yeah, the, I think back to my short dating. Days, oh, sure. Like, yeah. I met Jenny and was head over here. You You're were in college. Yeah. And I was very clear. You know, yeah. Hey, I want to marry you. Right. It's kind of the same clarity and head over heels sure, today, but, you know. But in a very Mary specific way other with words. other words. Um, um, anyway, your friend in L.A. My friend in L.A., He he's in the industry, very well respected. Uh, he's very vocal. Yeah. Uh, and has always been very pro-Texas. Mm-hmm. And recently was saying something about how he doesn't care how cheap the land is or what kind of opportunities you think may be here. The political climate is now such that he just can't justify people moving here. He really? won't support, like, he'll never move here. He doesn't support mm-hmm. People moving here, and it made me really sad. Yeah, Uh, from the perspective of that is somebody that we want, bastioning Texas values, who no longer believes in it. Yeah, because I mean, because he's still in California, Mm -hmm. right? And he's somebody of influence. Well, so his his opinion matters to people, and he's watching from the outside. Yeah. People in Texas who we have put in pa- mm-hmm. who we have put in place to uphold the values of what it means to be a Texan who are failing, and to create a Texas that is welcoming to everybody, yeah. that is safe for everybody, yeah. that is a breeding ground for innovation and progress and mm-hmm. community and friendship, and are within their own party. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like again, I'm just not over like it's not even what they're doing outwardly, like within their own party are drawing lines of yeah. if you are this you cannot be this if you are if you are gay you cannot be at this convention if right. you are trans you cannot be Texan that's just not true it's not true at all and is so antithetical to actually moving forward mm-hmm. and creating progress within a yeah. political structure mm-hmm. because if you want to talk about these things you need people informing you yeah. on making better decisions because i'm their experience well, i mean is. right back to you, i'm sure if log cabin republicans were yeah. at the convention they would have been the ones that were like hey um quick uh point of privilege point of privilege uh, po- point uh. of personal privilege <laughs> aside from how messed up this agenda is yeah you know let's even just because again you know white guy thing. let's be right. rational fact not emotions yeah yeah Aside from just how messed up and arcane and barbaric, backwards. honestly, backwards this agenda is. Yeah. I'm sure they would have been like, guys, we're politicians. People have to vote on us. Yeah. This isn't what, like, Betty, who sits at the Baptist Church in Grandview, Texas, Duh. is going to die in a year. Like, yeah. we don't really need her vote, you know? Like, even She's going to vote red no matter what. Even strategically, this yeah. is really bad. Well, and that's, that's what... Uh, DJ was saying right yeah he, he was like strategically this is stupid yeah like and, this is a dumb thing and when Don jr has a point that makes sense that makes sense you kind of got to you know got to give us you thought. need to be ashamed you honestly be ashamed. like if you do something yeah. and Donald Trump jr is like whoa that was dumb you should, you should, be should maybe like wait oh who right Yikes. because <laughs> this just what came out of this is something that is so apart from where the people in Texas mm-hmm. want to go. Yeah, I because that's not something that we care about. Yeah. That we don't need you to be regulating <laughs> if somebody can be gay. Yeah. We just don't need that. And we don't care. And we don't care. And that's I, I've said it two mm-hmm. things. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's just wild to me because we grew up around a lot yeah. of very conservative people. Mm-hmm. But they were conservative in a way of like, I don't care if you're gay or not. I yeah. don't want to know. I don't, don't like, want to know. That's your business. Are you a good person? Do you show up to work on time? Do yeah. you take care of your family? Are you... And those are the values that we should be promoting, right? But instead, we're promoting like, oh, hey, before before you even begin to be a good person, you yeah. have to be straight. Exactly. Which is so messed up so on so many levels. Up. I've I met do- a lot of straight people that are really mean. And then there the, the other thing in there is if I'm not mistaken, the part of the agenda is not voting on any type of gun law. Oh yeah, there was basically no gun right? And for a while there it looked like we were gonna make some type of move. Mm-hmm. My computer. Whichever goes. direction, that's fine. Computers <laughs> die. Yeah. It looks like we were gonna make a move that again, this the majority mm-hmm. this isn't even like me pulling at straws. Over fifty one percent of people support some type of gun restriction. Yeah. So that is not, we're not talking about a niche portion of the population. No. We're talking about clearly enough people that yeah. it should be brought up. And, and the vote is to just ignore it. Yeah. And you, like, I don't know about you, but every time I ignore a problem, it just goes away. <laughs> it works every time. Works every time. Yeah. My panic attack earlier had nothing, yeah, it had to, nothing do to do with anything. Yeah. I was taking care of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just, you know... And part of the reason we bring this up is you and I both tilt a little bit, right, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So we're more critical. Mm-hmm. And especially in a time, you know, during Pride Month, during, during times when we're supposed to be recognizing struggles that we as a society put oppressed members through mm-hmm. and saying, okay, cool. I celebrate you as a person, I recognize what happened in the past, Mm -hmm. and I will do my due diligence as a citizen to be vigilant against things like this happening again, Mm -hmm. and that is why when I see regression Mm -hmm. in these areas, it makes me angry. Yeah, well, and systematic regression. Systematic regression. It'd be one thing if this was just a stupid like Dungeons and Dragons, Call of Duty, playing Mama's Boy, who doesn't have a job, maybe drives favor protesting at the capital like no one can be gay it's like dude go lose some fucking weight and move out of your mom's basement but that's not what this is these are people that get paid to make decisions on our behalf on our behalf and their decisions are out of line with i would say probably 80 percent of what our population's preferences here and the solution as always is get activated and go vote yeah Go vote for somebody who's going to make a different decision if it's not a decision that you agree with. Mm-hmm. Because voter turnout is atrocious. Especially, especially in Texas. Especially in Texas. So, for anybody listening who cares to see a change, make a change, get some friends, go vote. Yeah, It's as simple as that. Or get some guns, go to the Capitol. <laughs> it worked really well last time. And, Dude, yeah. did you see uh, the guy? Did we even talk about this? The guy who got arrested for trying to kill Brett Kavanaugh? Oh, yeah, uh, because, well, I was going to bring that up because, you know, amidst all the Ted Cruz shade that we throw. And we do throw our fair share. I hope I meet him one day so that I can tell him to his face. I think he sucks at his job. I'm sure he's a good person. Like, I'm sure there might be things we agree on. He's doing his best. Probably enjoys baseball. He's not doing his best. There's no, I'm sorry. There's no way that you do your job this bad and care to do a good job. Like, there is no possible way. I. If I had a kid, I'm sure I could t- at five years old, if I-, I said, like, yeah, clean your room, I know for a fact even their best is not going to be great, right? But there's a difference between like a five year old picking up some stuff and that's their best and a five year old like moving into another house and breaking windows. Sure, that's what there's there, what you're saying is there's a sliding scale, there's a sliding scale, <laughs> and uh, Ted Cruz is playing the steel drums on that scale, pretty much. Yeah. Um, amid because that happened, yeah, you know. A person went to Brett Kavanaugh's house, Mm -hmm. who is an elected, uh, appointed member of Supreme Court in the U.S., to kill him. To kill him. With the express intent of killing him. Ted Cruz goes on a whole thing of, this is Biden's fault, this Mm -hmm. is the left's fault, they've been inciting this kind of thing. He was doing that on the heels of the Uvalde shooting. Mm Mm-hmm. So there was a mass school shooting and a mass failure on the police departments and the school districts part, part yeah. in his state to protect children. He said almost nothing about that. He Well, it's not it's not even just that he didn't say a lot about it when he could have been saying stuff about it. He was talking about this and it, right. even, and it wasn't even, hey, someone tried to kill somebody. No. It was look at what Joe Biden said, which is the reason that this person is doing this. <sighs> Again, there's no way this is his best work. I know it doesn't seem this way from maybe our last like three or four you know, shows. I don't like being political. No, I don't I like talking it. about politics. I really it's don't not like my, it. So my strength. It's not something I feel super informed not about. Not play the victim. It's because you guys keep listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> I really like talking crap about Ted Cruz. It's a lot of fun. I kind of like. I'm like a little. It's a little. Like I'm I'm not fully, but like it's like satisfying. There's some good blood flow. Like it does. I when I think of him, it makes me understand people who like do it. Full time I don't understand them Those people are weird But no, I, I get it Because they get that feeling And they just chase that That's fair So I get it That's fair I'm not gonna do it I just feel so justified Yeah Like he's the only person I've ever thrown Shane at Where I'm like I don't feel guilty I don't feel guilty about this If I met him Which on the streets I would, would I would say the same thing I would send all the episodes I would show him I'd be like Look at this sketch that we made Where we right. make fun of you um, we, we sent his office a sketch right? No like I need, need to right, we'll send a, him a link. I mean at this point I know they're not looking Yeah but, but. Yeah. It's, it's just, still fun. It would just be so nice to, like, just tell him, you know? Sure, like To his face. He's just, like, a waste of space, like, physically. Yeah. You know? Like... Yeah, like, takes up more space than he yeah, should. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's also fat as I feel like oh, here's the right. thing. He's so bad at his job that even people who are body positive would be like, that be guy's like fat. That, yeah, he looks like, <laughs> like there's that thing of the fish that came out of the and he just blob. Yeah, that's him. Like, you know, you're bad at your job when even the furthest radical left body positive person is like, why is he fat? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, Ted. Anyway, so that happened. So that happened. Um, and we said we weren't going to talk about Evolved anymore, but, but more stuff has come out. And we'll mention it. Body cam footage has started to be released. And school cam which footage. Which they buried. Yeah. As we discussed, and I think we've touched on this before, mm-hmm. there's a teacher who claimed to close the door. Yeah. And for a while, the press was saying that she didn't. That Well, sorry. For a while, the police was saying that she didn't mm-hmm. close it and lock it. Yeah. The yeah. footage that they've now released, because they've had to, shows her closing the door. Mm-hmm which was supposed to lock. Yeah. And it did not. Yep. Some of the body cam footage shows police showing up with riot gear, with shields and shotguns. Yeah. And A, s- assault rifles in hand and sitting around. Yep. I, All I'm saying is even if this is the best way they could have handled the situation, which I do not think it is. No, it's not. But even hope, like even just assuming the best from the people who responded, mmm you messed up by not releasing all the information. Yeah. Not cooperating with media outlets, hiding your decision maker. Mm-hmm. There is a failing on such a fundamental level. Well, even on su- fundamental and such an adult level, yeah. like... If you're above the age of about 22, you should be able in any chaos situation to like think rationally and make a good decision. Well, and think about how many of the parents and citizens that they s- prevented yep. from doing, they from exerted, taking action. They exerted more energy preventing action than taking action, mm-hmm. which is crazy. To And it, it goes down to that thing of to what end? Yeah. I mean, we know the end. Mm-hmm. And again, this is one of those, like, you know, it's bad when even people who are very pro blue, Mm -hmm. very pro police. Yeah. I like police. I I like the idea of protection for everybody, and I want that to be equal. Uh, When when guys like Tim Kennedy and Doc Simpson are also coming out and being like, oh, yeah, this was horrible. Oh, this was messed up. These guys all should be fired. They all should be, you know, reprimanded, fired, never work like. Never work in law enforcement. Ever and, again. and their their thing is always when children are involved, it's all costs. It's yeah, no matter what. Yep. And I agree with. I mean, I, I, I would rather it be when anyone's involved, all costs, no matter what. But, but there is that like, especially when children are involved. Especially when kids, your are life involved. doesn't matter anymore. Just sorry. Period in the story. You're wearing the uniform. You you chose this. You chose it. I get it. You were decent at football and like, semi-popular, and you couldn't go to college, so now you're a cop. I get it. Doesn't change the fact that push come to shove, you're supposed to go in that door, you're supposed to put your life on the line, and you're supposed to get those kids out. Mm-hmm. So there's that part. I mean, it be it's that thing where like it'd be one thing if it was just you messed up at the job. Right. But it's so far beyond that, and and that's the worst part because that's we have death of children, Mm -hmm. death like lost loved ones. Uvalde will probably never recover from this in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, yeah. So there's that part, but then when it comes time to at least own it and the lack of personal responsibility (laughs) is (laughs) well, and just like again, five years ago, I could maybe understand like hiding evidence or burying a story because you just don't want to get in trouble. Dude, at this point when you can get canceled and people can find your address online and come to your house in Washington, D.C. to kill you, maybe share the info when it's asked for. Maybe. Maybe don't try and fabricate the truth. Maybe don't lie to us. It's going to come out. Yeah. It's going to be worse now that you've lied. Right. So I don't know. It's just anyone at this point who's like, well, think about... How bad those cops feel when sorry. It I'm, I'm doesn't sorry. matter. Empathy's gone. So if it's gone, I don't. I. <laughs> you're a person. You you matter as far as that goes. Yeah, but you sure. You have at this point lost all of my respect. Yeah, which means you don't have my empathy either. Like you have my bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Just I, I guess, so in the face of you could have saved, you could have saved children. Yeah, you refuse to. Mm-hmm. Again, exerted more energy preventing action than taking it. Then you lie about it. Then you try and hide it, which is complete lack of integrity. Mm-hmm. So, I'm taking your Texas card. Sorry, On like You're not a Texan yeah, anymore. Send them to like Vermont or Connecticut with the rest of the like pale weaklings that live up there. Yeah, like you know, just go just wear a scarf, go- eat Ben and Jerry's, and die. Yeah. like too far. Did it was that one too far? Or? Could be offensive to. See. I'm sure they love this podcast. <laughs> I tell you what, man, I will I will personally take on any Vermont person, any pale Dude, anyone, anyone from okay, I have a friend from Vermont and she's not pale. She's a syrup swillin weakling. <laughs> and I will I will. I don't know what I'll do. Is it a fake tan? No. She's like my color. You're not that tan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> friends, you know. I don't know, man. All I know about. I'm Vermont sorry to your one friend from Vermont. Yeah, I'll tell her. All right, thank you, thanks. I'm sure share she. Share the listens. episode. Tell her to share it. Like, rate, subscribe. Yeah. Um, I did see him. Like, actually, this. Time. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Like, and it's a really short story. Yeah. Someone on Twitter. Scrolling like and trolling, scrolling yeah. Scrolling and trolling. You know. I man, I I need a burner account. I think that's what it is. Yeah, if I just honestly. have a different identity. If you identity have a burner account, that that'd And be I can fine. just clap it, just yeah. go at clap it. Clap some cheeks. Because man, it's so fun, you know. As, quick side note: We were having. I was at my Bible study the other day, mm-hmm. and we were speaking of trolls. So, <laughs> somehow we got on the topic of like firing people, mm-hmm. and I think I would surprise people because I love people to death. I yeah. I'm a I'm a golden retriever like. Yeah. Love, care, softy person. Yeah. But so there's that little part of me that just loves conflict and loves. Sure. You like friction. Like, I love justice, like mm-hmm. just justice to be served. And the conversation came up of like, could you fire somebody? Like, mm-hmm. would you be able to fire somebody? Um, and it got to me and I was like, oh, yeah. You're like, like oh, if, I... if, if it was a situation where either it's an incompetent employee or... Just someone like they were sexually harassing somebody. Oh, I would draw it out. I would fire them so I, fast. I wouldn't, I mean, no, I would, I would like, you know, oh, yeah. make, I would make him watch the clip. I would, I would like play it and pause it. Oh, like, you make it bad. I'd make it so bad. I would remind them. You'd be like, like, hey, so what do we do here? Yeah, like I would, I would remind them like I want you to remember this moment because yeah. you'll never forget it. Absolutely. Like the shame that's about to consume you as you go outside to call your you're wife gonna, and tell her that you're lost... awake at night. Yeah, for thinking years. of this. <laughs> like I, like I was like I was getting yeah, excited, getting you excited were just yeah. about it. You know, I hate that I have that part of me. But sure, if we I ever mean, have a staff and we need to fire somebody, just sure. Parker know. don't mess up. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> you I would never fire you. Um I'm perfect. Here's the thing, I would That's I would true. I would do all that and then as soon as they walk out start apologizing. Right. Because right. of how well as soon as they left the room, you'd be like, Hey come here. Hey, come give them a hug. Hey, it's gonna hug. be okay. It's if you fine. need anything, let me know. You're not actually fired. <laughs> I, would, I would loop all the way back oh, to like Oh, that'd be great though, because oh wait, am I am I not you'd be like, Oh no, no, you're you're still fired. <laughs> just I uh, also care about you. Just like I'm also not that Yeah yeah I can't hey, I took off my boss hat. It's, yeah, my hat, it's my friend hat. It's my friend hat. It's the good hat now. It's the good hat now. It's gunner hat. Um, anyway i'm on twitter scrolling and trolling and i see lance on twitter Mm -hmm. because i forget that i follow him he doesn't tweet a lot honestly um i don't think he uses like interns it's tough to tweet whenever your hands yeah whenever your hands are like locked to a handlebar exactly it's tough um and i like i don't think he uses a staff right he, he is not that famous anymore so it's just him yeah don't think he tweets that much but he's the one who tweeted the Huffington Post article. Oh, okay. and in yeah. all caps, I, I need to reshare it. I, my computer's dead, so I can't put it up. But it pretty much said like, This is fucked up, Texas. Yeah. Back to the Eric Trump thing. You know that you are a monster. If Lance Armstrong is like, whoa, if Lance you're Armstrong's being a dick, ethics and morals <laughs> are are closer to. The right side of everything. Yeah, you need you need to like you really need to you need to squeeze that brake. Like, wait, you're saying the guy who brought everyone in a room and said you're all gonna cheat or I'll blackmail you? Yeah. When that guy is saying this is messed up, this is messed up, dude. Dude, we got a problem. (laughs) Got a big problem. Big problem here. So uh, Armstrong for governor. That's my endorsement. Okay. Very nice. Um, I mean, we would go from two wheels to two wheels. So. I'm just saying the ramps are already there. (laughs) Bye, Bye, (laughs) y'all.